Please don't leave that in, Jesse. Um, <laughs> welcome to Creepy Critters, the podcast where we talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. I am Fiona because Daddy is still away and with me today is... Caroline! Hi, Caroline. I, I hadn't thought about how I was going to introduce myself at all then. I should have asked, and yet, no. It's <laughs> slightly just, funnier Caroline. if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which, is there anything that you would like uh, people to know about you, Caroline? I, I don't know. I don't know what hat I have on today. So I do political stuff as the Women's Equality Party, um, but like I don't like to... I don't... I don't really want to be here as an official spokesman for the uh, spokesperson it's for the Women's Equality Party. Best that you aren't. <laughs> Considering the where the conversations are going, I'd like to be clear that my party does not endorse any of the things that I am about to say in any way whatsoever. Um, I do. I do do my own podcast though. If I can plug that. Hell at yeah. The moment. Yeah, I do gaming the system where we're feminists who talk about video games and we look at we look at gaming through a feminist lens. Uh, That's our tagline. Are you are you trying to destroy all men? Um, obviously, that is the main feminist agenda. Yes, um, it's we, we've we've kind of sidetracked ourselves by having a man on the podcast, but you know that's just as a distraction. It's, so. Yeah, well, you you got to keep them slight. Jingle the keys. Jingle the keys as they go into the wood chipper. It's all good. I, I do make him do the like, share, and subscribe at the end of every video so that, you know, save save us doing the emotional labour. I, I tried to get Jesse to do it, and, and they just kept sort of melting. And <laughs> it's infinitely entertaining for me, but slightly less so when you try to... Hey, Jesse, have we got a Patreon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've got to train them. That's how that, it works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I I'm the designated whore, so it's all good. <laughs> Jesse will remain pure. Um, so for today, I picked a man in black slash uh, alien to talk about. What do you know about Men in Black or the Mothman? Well, I am a massive X Files fan. So I have watched all of the X-Files quite a few times. I am currently on a rewatch for the first time in about five years. I'm up to season five. So most of my sort of men in black knowledge is very much coloured by the X-Files. Um, the Mothman stuff, I know less than I could bullshit. I could pretend I knew more, but I really don't know that much at all. It's a big moth that likes bridges. See, I've always wondered, like, is the Mothman just like a big man who's a moth? It's basically a big man who's a moth. Oh. I thought there was something more complex to it. So uh, you, I actually, I so I haven't watched all of the X Files. This person might have been a character because I know they like to steal things from real life. Have yes. you heard the name Indrid Cold? No. Okay. It's a cool name. It is a cool name. So uh, Indrid Cold is an alien from Lanulos in the Ganymedes galaxy. Right. That, that's what he's let us know. Uh, he visited Earth around the time of the Mothman uh, sightings, which I assume is just because everybody was having a field trip that winter. And unlike Mothman, who is obviously our friend drawn to Earth by faulty infrastructure, Cold mm -hmm. appears to be a bit of a bumbler, but I'm going to leave it to you where he falls on the creepy scale, because I think it can be... <laughs> It can be either way, really. Um, his appearance, okay. His appearance is pretty human. He's unusually tall, bald, white, mm -hmm. with a penchant, and I hope I'm using that word correctly because I really like that word, 
uh, for metallic suits. That was perfect usage of that word. Fuck yeah, penchant. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Uh, when you say metallic suits, are you talking like a suit of armor or just a no, really shiny, tacky looking suit? Like a really shiny, like one of them was green. So one suit he wore was really metallic green and then another one okay. was really metallic blue. But this was the 90s. Fair so enough. We, was it the 90s or was it the 1960s? Hang on, let me just... Don't, don't Either mind way, me. shiny suits are in. <laughs> yeah. What, are they ever not in? I would wear a shiny suit. Yeah, it's the 60s. Um, I, would, I would wear a shiny suit. Would you wear a shiny suit? I would not wear a shiny suit because I just wouldn't wear a suit full stop under any circumstances. It just, it's too, too uncomfortable. But I would wear shiny, comfy trousers, shiny leggings, shiny baggy t-shirt. Fine with that. I would fucking pay someone to tailor me a shiny suit if I had the money. <laughs> I want to be reflective when I leave the house. That was, it's slightly less conspicuous than what I normally wear. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he has uh, the slicked back black hair. Like perfectly doing it with the grease, which again works yep. with the sixties. Um, the only extremely different thing about him, other than the fact that he's a bit taller than you should be, is that he's always grinning. And in some sightings, it's unnatural and disturbing, and in others, it's perfectly pleasant. And um, it's not going to take you very long to uh, guess which is which. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, a smiling person, that could just be perfectly charming to see a grinning man. But no, I'm guessing the creepy the creepy side is uh, on its way. Oh, well, I, like I said, it's not going to take very long to get, which is weird. In his first attempt to contact humanity, he showed up to some kids. Mm. He decided that just hanging out by a fence was a good idea. And then when the kids got frightened of the random grinning man... He chased them, but then eventually gave up, which, A+, A plus. please don't. Good. Uh, also impressive of the kids to run away. Well done. Good choice yeah, on the kids' Good part. choice, kids. Um, and then for his next attempt, he decided to pretend to be a cop. Uh, okay. He, he was originally tailga- tailgating another car in a sparkly charcoal-coloured UFO. But then he saw a travelling salesman and pulled him over. And I need you to tell me how you think this name is pronounced. I put it in Discord. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not quick. I also want to know which place he is. Uh, that way, that would be Woodrow Derenberger, would how, I, how I'd say it. The interviews with him, they say Derringer. Oh, okay. No, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. That should not be Derringer. Yeah, but also amusing, though, since it's... I was going to say you Americans there, sorry to be like offensive to you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's normally an American accusation that British words have too many letters in them that don't get pronounced. That's true. That is true. And that is a classic example of the, uh, that going the other way around there. <laughs> so uh, Indrid pulled up, he, he sort of like, okay, the thing is, there was an interview about this. It's a very soothing, interesting interview because it's a local TV station in the 1960s. So, you know, everybody's having a wonderful time. And this guy really did stand by um, everything that he said. But it was tailgating another car, then saw him, then swerved to intercept, but in such a way as he could comfortably stop. And then Cole gets out of the car um, and does the entire cop routine, but telepathically. So, please lower your window, sir. How are you doing, sir? Whereabouts are you? How are you? You know, blah, 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 blah. And then 
when but he didn't move his mouth that's that but like, he didn't when move you say his telepathically <laughs> at all he was still grinning but derenberg um oh derringer jesus christ it's really hard to look at what i've got written down and no derringer <laughs> Derringer um, was very, very emphatic that uh, it was just, it, it was fine. It was very relaxing. It was very, you know, comforting. He he was nice. He was an authority figure. Mm. Also, he told Derringer that he could either speak with his mouth or his mind. Like when he pulled him over, he was like, you can talk to me with words if you want, or you can talk to me with your brain if you want, which suggests a level of telekinesis that means you shouldn't be chasing kids. But I was curious thing. about this when you when you started this. Is like I wanted to know: Did Woodrow respond with his mind, or did he speak out loud? Oh, so no. I'm kind of quite pleased that like he was given the option. Yes, that's made me comforted. <laughs> he he did speak out loud. Um, he <laughs> indicated that he was quite frightened, as you would be. And yeah. uh, Cold kept repeating, "We wish you only happy." He also wanted to know what the town was called, and if. All... But hang on, when did he when did he segue from being a cop to "We wish you only happiness"? When he got to the car, so it, he did the "I'm pulling you over, please roll your window down, sir. How are you doing, sir?" And then by the time he got to the window, and it's obviously this too tall guy who's got a grin on and, and communicating is communicating telepathically including pointing apparently which you can do telepathically Fair i enough. was not aware um at that point <laughs> derringer is quite reasonably a bit freaked out and so he's letting him know uh and he wanted to know if all the people lived in the town again seems a bit ditzy because he's just come here on a ufo what did he think all the other lights were but apparently, where he's from, that's called a gathering. It's not a town, it's a gathering. And um, okay. Derringer left feeling pretty uh, calm and cool. And he spoke to the Air Force, he spoke to the police, and because it was the 1960s, both of those institutions believed him. So it was a whole <laughs> thing. Okay. So after, after Cold leaves Derringer on the freeway with the promise of a return visit, his last recorded sighting was with another kid. Apparently, the house had a poltergeist infestation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And one night she woke up, little Linda Lily, which is her actual name. Aw. It's cute, but also why? <laughs> <laughs> His parents are cruel. Yeah. <laughs> um, she woke up. One evening, expecting normal poltergeist shenanigans and just saw Cold standing over her grinning, put her head back under the covers and by the time she woke up, he was gone. But those are the three sightings of Indrid Cold. Is any- Ingrid Cold. Indrid. Indrid. Yeah, can't, Indrid can't be a normal name. So and nobody's seen him since? Nobody has seen him since. They, uh, they tied him, because it was the same winter they, and around same area they kind of tied him to the mothman but he didn't express any interest in any bridges he didn't warn okay. anybody of anything he just sort of harassed some people and then left and, but did anyone see him with wings nope this is just this is just an abnormally t- tall guy with uh with a big grin and i'm real finding it really hard hair. 
I'm finding it really hard not to picture, other than the hair, you see, that's what I've got to do, the guys from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode, Silence. Well, so the first sighting they said he was bald. The last two, he had the slick back hair, so I feel like Uh, he could be, he could be either. Yeah. You know, depends on when they are But the guys who steal all the voices from the town, that's, they've got the big creepy grin and they're overly tall, yeah. So that's what I'm picturing, but I'm now trying to put slick back hair on Well, and their suits aren't as snazzy. They're very muted. No, and I think that they need to be shinier. I'm thinking more like uh, Bill and Ted type suits. I feel like um, we should the people from the future absolutely Photoshop that. Yes, that's well. Rufus from Bill and Ted's suit on the guys from that episode. Scream! It's not called Silence. That episode of Buffy, by the way. I know that. I just shush. That's what shush. it's called, or something. That's it. I don't know. It's been a while since I saw it. It was good, except for the <sighs> ending. What, where she screams? Is that what her- Which one's- No, I'm thinking of the singing one. Ah, no, yes. <laughs> it had some bangers in it, and then at the very end I was like, you really want to- You really want to do the whole you tore me out of heaven thing at the end of a- End of a yes. musical episode? Is nice that- light-hearted episode. Yeah. Like, oh. That's- Maybe not. Maybe Joss. <laughs> oh yeah, we never do that on this podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's that's the main introduction. Which nice. We are then moving on to uh, how's he gonna do picking up people at the bar? So uh, that's that's more happy than I was expecting. But let's pretend we've got a sounds like a jovial like ding, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> we've got a nineteen sixties thing going on and and. It's the beach. It's the beach in the 1960s by Point Pleasant, and everybody's having a lovely time in their hippy dippy, whatever the fuck. Uh, and this gentleman comes up and wants to uh, wants to get some. What do you think? Is he still wearing the suit at this point, the shiny suit? I mean, nobody's seen him without the metallic suit, so he has to be wearing a green or a blue metallic suit. That's just canon. Okay. Okay. And hair? I feel like he'll. Do better with the slick back hair than as bald. I mean, you know, there are some women. I I would include myself on this. I'm quite a fan of the bald man. I don't know why. I, it's just a genetic thing. I like to think. I'm not saying no to the bald man. What I'm saying no to is the bald man and the shiny suit. Like okay, that combination okay, no, a is a bit much. I mean, he's he's able to telepathically communicate. This is a good a good thing. I think that you know. That that level of emotional empathy um, could work in his favour, but it also could come across as pretty intrusive and creepy. Well, because I was just thinking, he said to the salesman, you can mm-hmm. either talk with words or you can talk with your brain. So does that mean that he's reading minds all the time? Because if so, I'd rather bonk him on the head and leave him in a storage closet than, you know... Yeah, but does it mean that like he can only read that thought when someone's willfully putting out a thought for you to read? Which like, it might it's be. It's like he he can't like necessarily pick everything out of your brain at any time. He just it's. I mean, this is one of the complex things with ESP. Is like you know how do you actually communicate thoughts? How does it come through? And I like the fact that he's offering that as an option means that it sounds like that you have to actively respond That's true. in your brain. Asking for consent is sexy. Exactly. And yeah, so therefore, that's a good start. But we're in the 1960s, aren't we? 
I mean, it's still a plus. I'm sure somebody in the 1960s is literate enough in their own emotions to oh, go, yeah. yay! But And there's hopefully some feminists in this bar as well. Yeah. The, the <laughs> issue is the grin. Well, a creepy grin. Is the thing it is, creepy is like- or is it, is it creepy because the kids <laughs> were like, what the fuck are you doing, big man? Please go away. <laughs> or is it actually creepy? Because the salesman was real happy, thought it was very reassuring, very- Yeah. But also, he was a he was a white man in the sixties, being greeted by a tall white man in the sixties. So, you know, I mean, I I think smiley people are nice. I like smiley people. I like friendly people. It's you know, there's there's definitely a plus point for it. I don't know why I've decided to be in his corner. I on mean, this so go much. you. The, the, the I only... didn't think I was going to go this way, but I really feel like actually he's quite nice. He asks he asks for consent. He wants to know what you want to do. He's spreading a message of joy. Um, you know, one on a very sort of what's the word superficial level. Yes. the shiny suit is cool, obviously. That there's... But he's quite pale. Well, and there's fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm one. <laughs> I'm paler than you. <laughs> it's really been working out that way. The the trouble is, so Jesse is Hispanic, right? Right. So when we're on these calls and it's a Friday night and it's late. I look more and more like a ghost as the evening goes on, <laughs> and Jesse remains looking like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm glad this is a podcast and not a video recording because, like, the white that is radiating off me from this lighting angle is pretty impressive. Yeah. Although, actually, you and I are both doing a good job of blending into the walls. Yeah, pretty much. I've, <laughs> I've, I've set up sort of a semi podcast thing in this in this room which is good because it gets the golden hour lighting but there's one consideration that we haven't properly thought of mm. okay so i think you're right he could he could go to the bar he could pick somebody up but his o face is gonna be grinning <laughs> and like throughout the entire thing he's just gonna be grinning like you, you <laughs> can you can you know make adjustments I mean- but Ooh. I suppose the question is: Is it a fixed grin, or are there stages? Because if he's if he's got multiple grins, that's fine as well. Like again, it's nice to see that your partner's happy, that they're having a good time, that they're enjoying. Themselves, you are definitely you know? more in this guy's corner than I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm obviously in an optimistic mood today. I, yeah. No. No. Not, not unless the face is just not visible and we make adjustments to ensure it remains that way. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but in those sort of situations, and it's been a very long time since that because I'm in a very serious long-term relationship, but in terms of, like, you know, picking up random chaps or chapesses, somebody who takes themselves far too seriously and is, yeah. like, scowling... Like the whole sort of like I'm in, I've got my serious sex face on now. I mean, yeah. oh god! I mean, you're just gonna laugh in their face. So I mean, I feel like grinning might be better. That's true. People who can't laugh during sex can go fuck themselves. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what I'm just thinking. Like the jolliness is good. I yeah, like that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he can get it. Yeah, I'd, I'd give him the time of day. I I wouldn't, but <laughs> but I still think he could get it. I think I've just, I think that I've had enough of moody men and like, I think that I've gone part and like just somebody who's smiling and happy and empathetic sounds good. Yeah. 
you, you know what? It it must be something wrong with me because individually those all sound like wonderful attributes, but put together I'm like, you sound like you'd talk to me about the Marvel movies for two hours and I just can't. <laughs> but then I guess dating random people is a bit more fresh in my mind. <laughs> oh, historically, I have terrible taste in men, though, so it is probably, I wouldn't take my word for it. I'm, I'm same. Big same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that means we are on to... Let's see. That's kind of dramatic. I mean, Discord's barely picking it up, so it's like... That's kind of that's kind of dramatic. If you can hear it, can't, you can't hear yeah. it. That's I could pretend, but... D minor, A, D minor. There we go. Like, see, we... if you speak, I can hear it. See, there we go. That's how I should communicate my ukulele songs, really. Here's a C, here's a... <laughs> to be fair, that would probably annoy people less than me playing the actual ukulele. But fuck them. I have a ukulele. You have to suffer for my art. <laughs> we have Dudley Fight. We are in... Fuck it, because it's us. We are in a British football field stadium. <laughs> And on the one side, there is our grinning man, Indrid Cold. And on the other side is a portal to the infinite toddler dimension. Once a minute, this portal is spitting out toddlers. They weigh around 25 pounds. I can't remember what that is in kilograms. Yeah, you know I don't know what pounds It's 11 are kilograms. Oh, hang on. I do know. I know what stone are. How many pounds are there in a stone? There's like 12. 13 pounds? 12. So they weigh like two stone. Two stone, 25 pounds, okay. 11 kilograms. Uh, they... How tall are they? Okay, you know what? You know what? That's the one thing nobody has ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we know how much blood they have. We know. Nobody's ever asked how tall is a toddler. You, I just assumed because you were like, I've got all the stats yeah, no, on there, every detail. ever asked. Um, <laughs> they are 34 inches tall. Does that how mean many inches in a How many inches feet. are in a foot? Twelve, I think. So yeah, okay, let's so two feet, two stone. So I they can deal two with that. feet, two stone. They have about three pints of blood. Uh they are they can grab things with one hand, they can bite, um, they can mostly walk without falling on their faces. Yeah, they, no, I, I have met a toddler before. I haven't met a toddler in a very long time. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know about Jesse. So. <laughs> they are big mad and big sad. Well, this is the thing when you don't have any family. You're like, who the fuck is going <laughs> to... Gemma has a toddler, but I'm not friends with Gemma for the toddler. I'm friends with Gemma for the Gemma. So, you know. Yeah. No, whereas most of my family are Irish Catholics. So oh, dear God. Lots of, I, over my life, been a lot of, lot of toddlers. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Birth control, not a big thing. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, I like how my mother is mostly in the do not reproduce camp, and I'm like, yep, no problem. Yeah, my mother was surprisingly supportive. When I actually like finally had that awkward conversation where I was like, look, just so you know, you're not getting grandchildren. And she just went, yeah, fair enough. I didn't really want to have kids either. I was like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> anyway, so toddlers. So they are big mad, big sad. They are filled with homicidal rage towards our monster in particular. The toddler Fine. who gets the kill mm -hmm. gets to have a loving family. 
Oh, so there's um, like a reward to this. There is. If you're the it's not just managed... a sort of philosophical exercise. There's actually a reward to if, it. If you manage to get the killing blow, you get to have a lovely family. Aww. Otherwise, you go back to the toddler dimension and you have to wait your turn for another okay. monster. That's quite cool. I feel like that's important to note because without that added, you know, you get to have a family at the end of it. Yeah, it, no, it's taken the whole sort of esoteric philosophical sort of like, well, it'll be this many to this many sort of poncy old man argument to like a sort of, no, there's a real something riding on this now. It matters. Okay. Also, how many toddlers do you think it would take to kill you? Because that's a very important question. Oh. I've, I've been swayed. I am normally team monster, but Jesse has slightly swayed me towards team toddler because <laughs> ad- admittedly, Jesse and I are both cripples. Okay. But I think four toddlers could take me. Yeah. If they get me down, that's it. Like, they could bite through my neck, they could blah, 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 blah. So they are unarmed. They are unarmed. Like, you could boot one in the face, but again. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's interesting because this last year, I have, unlo- I have actually got healthier than I've ever been. I am fitter than I've ever been. I've because... seen your Instagram stories. <laughs> well, it's just because like, I've never had enough time to establish an exercise routine in my life because I'm normally on a train somewhere else. And I have got very into boxercise. And so I feel like I could hold them off for a lot longer than I could have done in the past because I'm quite good at the kicking and the punching now. That's um, fair. Yeah. But I obviously... Good. How how they're coming out? What every you said they were coming out every minute. So it's once a minute, and then some right. of them are gonna you know get bored and have a nap or trip over and bruise their knee or whatever. But eventually, if you're spawning one a minute, you're gonna have a pitch full of toddlers. Yeah, because like, I'm I'm not very good at. I don't think I'd be very good at any sort of um, knockout blows, shall we say? Um, I reckon not... if we punted one, it would like if you gave it a good kick to the face, that'd be it. But I'm figuring like by the time the fifth or the sixth one's coming out, the first one's now on its way back to me. Is what I'm thinking. That's my sort of logic. Is that by the time I'm fighting the fifth one, the first one that I kicked off or punted off is now coming back towards uh, me, and so see, I'm basically trying to work out at what point will I be swarmed. At what think, point will I be swamped? I think you and I are having a difference as to what we think happens to a toddler when you kick it in the face. <laughs> I, I think that's the issue here, because I'm pretty sure that that's, that's a one and oh, that's done. That's it, that's done. Yeah. Like yeah if, see, whereas, I think is, they're quite bouncy. If somebody who is three times my size and three times my weight kicked me in the face, I would not have a face anymore. You and really don't have a lot of younger relatives then, do you? I really don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any. Well, my my little brother and sister are eight and ten years younger than me, respectively. That's it. That's all yeah. I've got. See, I whereas have nothing else. I have half brothers who are all considerably older than me, but all of whom used each other as punch bags for a large amount of time. And my brother Dermot, who you have met, uh, was used as a rugby ball by his elder brothers on a regular basis. Okay. Um, so, you know, I have the, I have this concept of, like, you know, they're, they're pretty you bouncy. You have more experience with actual toddlers than either of us. So. <laughs> I, I reckon that it would be around the 12th toddler that I'd start to feel overwhelmed. And I think once I feel overwhelmed, I'm quite, I'm going to give up and they're oh, just wow. going to swamp me. Okay. You, you just, you're just going to lie down and take it. Well, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll admit, and I don't want to be soft or anything, but I do think I have a bit of an issue with killing toddlers. So. <laughs> but 
they're not toddlers from our dimension. <laughs> I, I still have a bit of an issue with it. It's like, I will fight to defend myself, but I don't think I'm going to fight to win. See, because I'm, ultimately, I know I'm going to lose because they're just going to keep coming. I so think then I'll, it becomes difficult. I think I'll punt the first one. It'll be fine. The second one will make me fall over because it will grab my legs. And then the last two will. That's my. But Indrid Cole, a slightly taller than average, telepathic yep. alien shaped like a man. What do we think? Okay, first of all, his telepathic powers are going to be very important. Yeah. He's going to be able to. De despirit, demoralize is the actual word. Demoralize, demoralize the yeah. toddlers. I think he's going to be able to use those powers to demoralize them quite quickly. Okay. So I think it's going to be quite a lot of toddlers. To he's also very tall, which is why I initially asked you how tall cry. is a toddler. Mm, he could make them cry. And but the thing with the long legs is the higher center of gravity, which is going to make him more susceptible to being pulled over by the toddlers. Empire Strikes Back style. Just sort of the I, lasso round his leg. But so I've never seen that movie, I'm sorry. Okay, so there's a big... There's, have you, <laughs> I was about to talk to you about the Marvel Cinematic Universe to explain it. I've never seen any of those. <laughs> but basically, you've got a big robot on long legs. Okay. And they fly a plane with a rope on it round the legs. So uh, okay. So it falls over. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's... Gotcha. That's the sort of scenario. But again, these toddlers are unarmed. They are. Are they naked? Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking like if they had clothing to like tie together to create I a don't rope. think toddlers are clever enough to organise. I'm overthinking the like the strategy uh, side of it. And unless toddlers have gotten really fucking smart while I wasn't <laughs> looking as well as bouncy. I don't. I don't think they're going to form. Plus, it's every toddler for themselves because whoever gets the killing blow gets the family. It's not like collectively that collectivism so, will not work in their favor here from a <laughs> purely selfish perspective. It. His name is Idrid Cold. Idrid Cold. Mm -hmm. Idrid Cold. Has have we? We have no stories, reportings of him in a fight. Just nope. purely peaceful experiences. He, so we don't chase know some what kids. His sort of fighting and, skills are well when he chased those kids he either either the kids were so quick that he lost them or he gave up we yeah that's a good point don't know which one it was because if it was i've finally understood that i've freaked these children out and there's no way to salvage this let's go home that's one thing but if the kids managed to outrun him that's a different thing so you not think he might just disappear he seems to have that ability to just disappear like would he just go i don't want to Fight a whole load of toddlers and escape. No, because... Thereby depriving a toddler of a family. No, because he has a craft. Okay. Like they, we've had cryptids who can do that before. There's, there's also, you're not allowed to... So if you're a flying cryptid, you're not allowed to fly away. If you're an angel, you're not allowed to puff out. Like, you... Okay. This is, this is it. This is... Got and you. Don't get me wrong, some cryptids just live... There's like an angel made out of fire and there's no way for the toddlers to do anything about that. Because I don't feel be... that Mr. Cold, I have a real problem with his first name, which is why I have to call him Mr. Cold now. So. Very respectful. <laughs> I just don't think he's got a massive advantage over your average strong human. So no. I think that whatever you guys normally decide is a reasonable number of toddlers to take down well, a again, strong human. 
I feel like it should be noted we're both cripples with no um, <laughs> with with no experience with toddlers. So, <laughs> so you're saying I mean, all your facts are wrong? What? I, I, they might be. All of our assumptions may be based on very niche data. <laughs> As, as a more able-bodied person who also has hung around toddlers before, I feel like. <laughs> I, I mean, like you know, if if it wasn't if if you if I was filling in a form right now and not huh. on a podcast, my answer would be forty-five. If there's a correct answer, if I'm filling in a form, I'm just going forty-five. Is how many is it going to take to take down Idris? Idris? No, he's not Idris. It's because I want to say. Idris. Because they want to call him Idris Elba. I know. It's that, well, that, that would be a better time for everyone involved. I but think. Idris <laughs> Cold, I'm going with 45 toddlers, myself 12. But that's because I'm quite quantitative in my approach to things. I'm saying 15, but I'm saying 15 because I think the moment they knock him over, it's, it's the end. Like, and he I has don't a know. really high center of gravity. It's not going to take that much. Like, three of them can be clinging onto his pants legs. His, his I mean, very shiny pants. On that basis, if you do, like, if it is like once you're on the ground, they will just bite you to death very quickly. Then, yeah, okay. There, there is an argument. What you're saying, it's the um, Jurassic Park three. I like, I like throwing cultural references at you that you don't know. Yeah, please, please continue. <laughs> So the whole thing is it in Jurassic a book? Park. Did somebody write a book about it? <laughs> no, it's a brilliant. It's the best movie in the Jurassic Park series. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> movie recommendations lots, from Caroline. Lots and lots of small dinosaurs that take okay. on humans, and again, as you're right, they do. But they they still take, and I think the proportions are about the same as toddler to adult. And mm. they, it takes about sort of thirty of them to pull down somebody. You see, that's but, right. You're right. I feel he's like, quite skinny. I, I feel like somebody needs to be on team toddler. To be fair, it's usually me. So the fact that I'm, you know, <laughs> team no, you're on team monster. I'm on team toddler. I'm sober. It's fine. I haven't had a horrifically horrible set of days. I did my twanging. You oh, just I can't hear it. Yeah, because it saved you from the uh, from the ukulele. Do you have anything to plug? <gasps> gaming the system, which is looking at gaming through a feminist lens. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, me actually, I have my own website and my own link tree. You for do the Caroline Hunt link tree, the Caroline Hunt, and I'm the Caroline Hunt on Instagram and Facebook because basically I'm an arrogant idiot and just went, oh, Caroline Hunt was taken, so I'll be the Caroline Hunt, which I think I should be allowed to do because I have to put up with a lot of spam emails from a woman in Texas called Caroline Hunt who doesn't know her own email address. I just want to point out that I'm, yes, that Fiona, because when people refer to me at parties, I'm aware that if there's any confusion, people go, oh, that Fiona. <laughs> So oh, I am assuming. Oh wow! You have a similar thing going on. No. <laughs> Just oh, okay. And May I suggest wearing increasingly ridiculous outfits? Yes. No. Definitely. If I ever see any human beings in person again, I will def who I'm not directly related to. I'll do that. Good luck. I know. And I'm on Twitter. I'm at Liney Hunt. Could you spell that for me, please? L i n e y h u n t.
And yeah, my name is Caroline Hunt. And yes, I do know what that sounds like. And I was a teacher for 10 years as Miss C. Hunt. And I can deal with that. It's fine. I mean, at least it's Chunt, because my nickname in most IT circles is Faps. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I appreciate that's what it is. But, you know, at least there's an H there. <laughs> I mean, when I was at school, like, I remember the year, I remember, I think it was like year seven, which I don't know what that is for any other system. That would be eighth grade. Thank you. Uh, was the year that all my bags and pencil cases and gym kit that I'd written Sea Hunt in started getting the H crossed out of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you go to school with a bunch of tough though. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have a Patreon and you know what I can never remember? The fucking address we are patreon.com forward slash creepy critters all one word um we don't have any patreons at the moment uh if you decide that you would like to subscribe uh we will love you but we would love you more if you didn't give us money and instead gave us five stars and a review because it turns out that's the only way to get noticed uh, so yeah, we'll be in your eternal debt if you do that. If you want to read about crazy people in the UK and disturbingly not crazy people in the UK talking about how COVID lockdowns are evil, please go to yesthatfiona.com because I went and interviewed a bunch of them so you don't have to, uh, including a Bill Cooper fan in London 2021. And if you get that, then you know how surreal that was. So yeah, from all of us, we, all of us, from the two of us. Bye. Dr <laughs> drunk in a very hot England. We love you, you beautiful abominations. <laughs>